Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Friday, finally, finally. And uh, the market is, um, well, the NASDAQ gave up uh, about 0.2%. Uh, we thought we were going great with great with. Okay, come on, let me. Well, I don't, I may not have a camera. I'm one with, uh, well, at least you can hear, at least you can hear what I'm saying uh, here. So basically, uh, for some reason, I'm having issues with my camera once again on the YouTube feed. So, wow, I've got to figure this out. Uh, this is just getting bad. Um, was able to come in, but uh, not uh, not uh, not doing so well. So uh, let me see if I can start. It's just not letting me do it. Um, and uh, so I'll just go on from here. But uh, anyways, happy Friday to everybody. And uh, hope everyone is doing well. The NASDAQ uh, basically is falling, giving up about 2%. And uh, we do have some weakness in the technology stocks. But the index is up for the week. So that indeed is a good thing. Just wanted to show you sort of the overview of the market uh, here. Uh, the Dow, of course, is up today. Uh, S&P is up, uh, but the Nasdaq's off a little bit, and the Russell is up as well. So basically what we have here is we still have some weakness in the tech stocks, and, uh, you know, that just seems to be, that just seems to be what's happening. Um, you know, with the tech stocks. Um, but the oil and gas has been very, very strong. Uh, and uh, so we'll take a look at this. I just want to show you the small portfolio. This is we're up on basically everything that's in the small portfolio, which is kind of amazing uh, because we're kind of weighted more towards um, more of the uh, more of the resource stocks. We have Berkshire Hathaway. We're up uh, about um, uh, 8%, a little over 8% on that one in 22 days. Not too bad. Hess, of course, is a major oil company. They're up. Uh, by the way, um, I did buy Marathon MPL, um, Marathon Petroleum MPL today. Part of the reason that uh, we're going to see uh, some strength in some of the big integrated um, uh, oil and gas companies uh, is because of not only the rising price of diesel fuel, but more importantly, uh, the fact that uh, now the models are going to price in over $90 a barrel gasoline, uh, a barrel uh, oil. So we're going to see some of the oil companies go higher more than likely. Of course, Hess is up about 8.71%. In eight days, not too bad. Uh, also, uh, we have Arisa Networks, which is a tech stock. It's up about 6.8%, uh, doing very, very well uh, up uh, as well. Um, let's see. Uh, I invite you to go. But, um, you to, to go. Um, uh, live. Um, well, we could definitely do that. Um, another thing that we have going on right now is um, uh, Qantas Services. This is an oil stock. PWR is the symbol on this one, up about $3.64 in two days. Not too bad. Uh, we bought Joe yesterday. That's St. Joseph Company. We bought that. We've had it for about three days. It's up about almost 2%. Uh, AMD, uh, Advanced Micro Devices, that's up 
um, as well, uh, 2.20. We've had that for about two days. We did buy it on that reversal. And then, of course, Costco. We've had it for nine days. Not quite as exciting. Sort of a little bit of a disappointment on Costco. But, hey, what can you do? Here's a shock that I want to show you. Uh, very, very strong. Unfortunately, it's right out of the buy. It's gone out of the buy zone. But this is what I think you want to put on your radar screen. It's Alpha and Omega Semiconductor, AOSL. Now, I know that today the tech stocks were not doing as well, but this one might be something you want to look at. So just take a look at this. It's got a 100% checklist right now. Unfortunately, it is above the buy point, which is, which is kind of tragic. It's 10% above the pivot. Uh, so it's a little bit too high to buy. I mean, you could you could buy it here, but you would be buying an extended. If it pulls back a little bit, it does look like it was down about 0.85% today. So if you could buy this at about 62 to 63, that would be a very, very good entry into the stock. I was buying it prior to it moving above that pivot. Um, so it's it's up uh, quite significantly since I, uh, since I uh, moved into the stock. But this is a one you might want to take a look at. Alpha and Omega Semiconductor, A-O-S-L is the symbol. Uh, here is everything that I currently have, uh, and I have a lot of stuff. Boy, I tell you, I am I have moved into the market uh, a lot uh, this week and last week. Uh, that's kind of where we had the fall through day. That's where I've been coming in. Um, uh, of what I've got, uh, Berkshire Hathaway is up. Uh, it's about up 1.81% uh, today. Again, PWR, that's Quanta Services, that's up 1.30% um, today. We're down on Costco, a little bit disappointed on Costco. Uh, seems to be going sideways more than it's going up. Hess, of course, doing very, very well. Uh, it's up 2.41% today. Arisa Networks uh, down a little bit, but I'm still pretty bullish on that one. Global Foundries, and this is the stock that will benefit if, and I don't want to say if, we have essentially uh, a political situation or war uh, over Taiwan. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, you know, I'm heartbroken about the war in Ukraine, but that could happen. So you might want to look at this one. Global Foundries, GFS, uh, they are a very, you know, they're a new company, but they're, it's, uh, it's based on uh, other proven, um, uh, it's a proven company with orders, even though it is a technically a new company because it's basically a consolidation of fabs. Um, that one you might want to take a look at. It. It's up 3.57% today, so looking pretty pretty decent. Also, good volume uh, increase on that one as well. The Qs were down, and this, of course, is um, the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ was down, so the Qs are down. The QQQ, of course, is the NASDAQ 100, the 100 largest stocks in the NASDAQ. So that was down a little bit today. Uh, Juniper Networks is up nicely today. That's the tech that was sort of bucking the trend up about $2.00. 41 cents. Um, on the other uh, uh, on the other stocks that I own currently, AOSL, Alpha and Omega Semi, that was down to a trad. Uh, we also had a little bit of weakness in AMD. That was also down. Um, but uh, on the flip side, on semiconductor was up a little bit today, 0.36. Joe, which of ones I talked about before, this is St. Joe Company. And by the way, this is the largest private landholder in the state of Florida. And so that's something you might want to kind of look at. The symbol is Joe. It was up today 1.16%. OVV, this is another one of the oil stocks. I've been buying the oil stocks as of late because they tend to be doing better. Uh, this was up 4.91% today. Uh, not a 
terrifically expensive stock, $55.13 for this stock. Uh, Rambus was down. And then there's one stock that I did buy today, and that was Marathon Petroleum. It was up about 1%. So a uh, lot, of, lot, lot of stocks I went through here. Um, just wrapping up everything that pretty much I have. Uh, I did close my Iron Condor, unfortunately, for a loss. I was expecting a better deal with that, but we got to the top of the, of the range. So I did close the Iron Condor on UNH because that store has been doing well. The Iron Condor, as you well know, basically will, will pay off in a certain range. I was above that range, so I said, well, I could, I could uh, readjust the, the spread or I could just kind of take my medicine. I took my medicine basically by, uh, by buying out the, the position. Uh, we did end up losing on that one, $181. I don't like to lose money, but hey, every now and again you do, and that's the, that's the key is cut your losses, and I definitely did there. Um, we have uh, also the free March uh, 2022 ready list. Very easy to get this. HTTPS colon slash slash bitly, B-I-T-L-Y slash TTF 0091. So that's also looking good. All right. Well, I don't have a camera, so uh, at least on the uh, YouTube feed. So uh, hopefully that won't bother too many people. I'm not that good looking anyway. So it doesn't matter on that. All right. Is it possible to enter BA? Where would be the reversal line? Good question. Very good question here. Let's look at Boeing, BA. And, of course, that is uh, that is looking sort of decent. Uh, let's pull this uh, chart up here. I'm going to go to the daily chart. And uh, we basically have a situation, and I really wouldn't be entering. Uh, I wouldn't be doing anything. I wouldn't be doing anything right now with um, uh, with Boeing, uh, just because it is moving downwards. Uh, there's a number of headwinds, unfortunately, for Boeing. One of them, of course, is the high price of fuel. So I definitely think we're going to see a smaller number of travelers. So I'm not very bullish on the travel sector, and I'm not very bullish on airplanes right now, unfortunately, uh, because I do think those higher prices are going to be are going to be not a good thing. So you don't really want to buy this one. I know that, uh, um, you know, I've kind of kind of reiterated this, but this is not, this is not the kind of, uh, this is not the kind of um, uh, chart that you want to buy. It's in a downward trend. So I just wouldn't be a buyer of, of this right now. I just, I would be super careful. And so I would just say, you know, um, you know, BA uh, is not, a buy right now. So here's what I would say about uh, about Boeing. You know, it's just it's a great company. I really like them, but I just don't think we can buy them. I I just I I, I just don't think we can buy it. It just doesn't look good. Unfortunately, it just does not look good, and it is in a downward trend. So you know, not something I would like to. To get involved with it just doesn't work and um yeah it's just one of those one of those things so i will i wouldn't buy this i just wouldn't buy boeing right now i just don't think it's a buy and uh you know it's not it's not it's not it's not working hello nice to see you thank you very much i appreciate that very much okay um invite another host to go live okay 
let's see, is cryptocurrency worth um, worth doing? Well, here's my here's my opinion on crypto. Um, I mean, I definitely think that you know it it does the blockchain technology is going to be major major thing. But right now, um, the problem uh, that we have is that the central banks in the world, unfortunately, are um, uh, are, are 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 basically they're not they're not really they're, they're not really boycotting it or anything like that. But basically they are manipulating it. So I think that with the problem with Bitcoin and the problem with all these stocks is the fact that, you know, right now we have a situation where the central banks are putting a lot of pressure on Bitcoin. And I do think that, uh, you know, there it's going to, they're going to be, it's going to be difficult at least for a while. I mean, so right now with Bitcoin, here's my, here's my, um, here's my point. Um, with Bitcoin, I use the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust as a proxy. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust controls 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So it's the, probably the largest single Bitcoin holder, I believe, out there. I have to, I have to look this up. But it is traded as an ETF, uh, exchange-traded fund, basically on the stock market. So it, you can get exposure to Bitcoin in your portfolio, even if your portfolio doesn't allow Bitcoin by using this. So I use this as a proxy. Here's the problem that I see with Bitcoin, at least for right now. If we analyze this chart, Bitcoin has fallen below the 200-day line uh, with, the, with the GBTC. Because of that, right now, at least in the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, capital is flowing out of this fund. So right now, at least, right now, um, Bitcoin, at least in the, in the near future, the very near future, <coughs> may be seeing a downward trend. Now, when this turns up, it may be time once again to buy Bitcoin. But right now, I think that if you were to buy Bitcoin, <coughs> it would not be an optimal time because this chart here shows me, um, oops, this, this chart shows me <coughs> that potentially we are moving lower. Uh, at least for the near term. So I would be very, very careful investing in Bitcoin at this time. That's not to say I wouldn't invest in it, but uh, at least not now. That's the real, that's, that's the real issue uh, that we have uh, here. All right. Um, Shipmakers in Albany. Yeah, absolutely. This is really interesting. Um, this is one of the things that, uh, um, you know, I think that uh, everyone should be aware of. GFS which is Global Foundries. This is a stock that is, it's based in New York, around Albany, New York, which is, which is you know, it's interesting. I'm glad to see it because that area needs a lot of, um, it needs more companies like this, in my opinion. Um, currently, 40% of the high-end ships in the world are made by TSM, which is Taiwan Semiconductor. Now, because of their political issues, they may be constrained. Uh, in terms of the way that they can, um, you know, the way can they can operate. One of the things about Global Foundries, GFS, is that I do believe that with GFS, we could potentially see a very nice, um, uh, you know, we could see them take some of that business. And uh, so I do, I'm very bullish on it. It was up today. Uh, I do think that it moved just past a, um, a buy point. And, um, uh, you know, so so that indeed is a very, very, very strong sign. 
Um, as you can see on this chart, if you can look at it, by the way, if you're, if you're, if you're on TikTok, very easy to see the chart that I'm, that I'm showing right now, just go to the, um, just go to the profile, click on the link and there's a live feed from YouTube that you can see this chart on. So I kind of go through it. I bought it right as it moved above the pivot, the pivot on this one, 73.25, uh, moved above the pivot currently. Uh, we uh, currently GFS is 79.50, and it does look it does look very very good. It's got a 97 relative strength, which means that it is in the top three per three. There, I think I'm back. I had a little bit of issue with uh, with the mic. I'm going to have to figure out why I'm losing, why I'm losing contact. There's probably, there's probably something, uh, there's probably a flag that I have to, that I didn't, didn't uh, properly do. But anyways, uh, we have um, GFS moving above the buy point. It's currently uh, poised uh, up in after hours. And I do think we're going to see some big money move into this because of the situation with chips. We have a chip shortage going on. This is capacity to build those ships. And so I think that at least in the near-term future, GFS should do very, very well because I do think they're going to be able to fill up their order books and they're going to be able to run kind of like Tesla in the, in the fact that they're going to be able to run all of their, um, their, their lines. And I think they're going to have a full book in terms of orders. So I think it's very, very likely that we will see um, – GFS do well in the future. Now let's look at the fundamentals on it because I think uh, this is something, and it's still in the buy zone, by the way. This is something that we you can get involved with. Uh, currently, we only have seven percent funds in this. I think it's going to be a lot higher. Uh, the cash flow is strong at two dollars ninety eight cents. Uh, it just turned profitable in the last two quarters, so uh, the sales were up seventy four percent. The profits were up one hundred nineteen percent in the last quarter. So. This is looking very, very strong. And uh, again, I think it fills a need. I think they won't have problems getting uh, their order book full on this one. So uh, this one is one that you might want to put in your back pocket because it may be possible to do very, very well on this particular um, on, on this particular uh, uh, stock. So GFS is the symbol. Global Foundries is the, is the one. So there you go. All right, a drunk Squidward. <laughs> How would we pl you play oil? Uh, is it going to get an all-time high? Well, you know what? It might. Uh, I've been buying the oil companies. I have to admit, I've been buying the oil companies this last week. Uh, and I do think that, you know, we have some good candidates in there. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to show you the sort of the, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, kind of where uh, the reason why I'm so bullish on oil right now and why I'm looking at this area potentially to be one of the better areas. And I think it's going to continue on at least for a while, um, you know, at least for a while. I think, you know, we, we're seeing $7, uh, we're, we're seeing $7 um, a gallon gas in parts of California right now. My original home state, I am now in Texas, of course. Um, so there's a lot of things that it's saying that, Oil, at least for right now, you know, oil is very volatile, but uh, at least for right, at least for right now, uh, it's 
it's looking like, you know, oil is going to continue and it's going to, looks like it's going to be, uh, oil is going to be above $90 a barrel. And, and at that price, you know, we're going to see a readjustment of, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to see, we're, we're going to see a readjustment in terms of um, the price of oil and, and in terms of the price of the stock of the oil producing companies. So that's why I'm seeing a lot of strength. So let me get the ranking here. And I just want to show you the top areas that we're seeing in the market right now. And, and basically the market is divided into uh, 197 different uh, areas. And, and uh, as you can see, and this is kind of interesting, the number one category <laughs> with only 12 stocks in this category is coal. Why would coal be so high? Well, the reason I believe it's so high is because we've had an, a disruption of the supply chains in, um, uh, in, in Russia uh, with the war, of course, unfortunately. Uh, the steel prices are going up because the Europeans now are basically offline in their steel production because they cannot afford the energy. Also, in Germany, they made a very, very bad mistake, and, and they had shut down all of their coal plants. Uh, and, you know, they shut down nuclear, and they, they went to wind, and now, guess what? They're having to crank back up their old coal-fired plants, and they don't have the supply of coal. So that's why coal has been up for a long time. It seems like uh, many of our leaders, they like to shoot us in the foot, and unfortunately, I think they did in Europe. It's it's worse in Europe than it is in the U.S. by far, unfortunately. Um, but that says that there are some opportunities. One of the areas that I really, really like is the international E&P area for oil and gas. This is the this is the 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 um, the number two category in all of the stock market. And so I want to show you some of the stocks that are in this particular area. Well. We have um, we have OVV. I own OVV. Uh, I don't. I own. I did own Oxy. I sold that. Um, we have Murphy Oil. We have Hess in there. Hess is also looking very good. So there's a lot of opportunity. Um, also Conoco Phillips. I want to take a look at the chart for Conoco Phillips COP. Of course, that's based down in um, that's that's based down in uh, in Houston. And um, in fact, I bought, we just uh, bought some houses down there in Houston, but this is, it's, it's extended, but I think this is, this is going to go even higher because it's moved past its higher high at 104. So this is one you might want to look at as well. I don't normally, I don't normally recommend buying this extended, but you know, this is an extremely strong company with a tremendous checklist and a lot of good stuff going on. Now I wouldn't necessarily, I don't own this one. Uh, but I do own Hess. I'll show you that one. I do like that. That's in this international E&P area uh, as well. And it does look fairly strong. <laughs> Again, I mean, look at this stock. I mean, basically, we were buying it right in the buy zone back down here. And it's just gone It's just gone up. I mean, and in after hours, it's at 109.43. So this is likely to go up even more. So these international oil companies, the companies that not only manufacture, uh, not only uh, have the oil, uh, extract the oil, but they also refine it. Those companies are going to be very, very good. Here's one I bought yesterday, Metro, uh, uh, Marathon Petroleum, MPL. And this one also very strong uh, as well. Uh, let's see if I can pull that up on the screen. I have Hess up, but uh, let's look at the MPL. 
I'm fairly strong in these stocks. Uh, let's see. Uh, nope. Did I get that right? MPL, I believe. Yeah, there we go. Let's see if that comes up. Nope. I'm just going to go back to, uh, yeah. All right. So let's go back to Hess and uh, we'll take a look at that one. Uh, let's see if I can, let's see if I can pull up, have the right, kind of show where that one went. Um, this is one of the stocks that I did, um, that, that I, that, that was, uh, uh this up to date marathon petroleum MPC. <laughs> I got the wrong, I got the, there's two, there, there's, uh, I got, there's, there's two kickers that are very similar. I got you, gave you the wrong one. So MPC. This is Marathon Petroleum. This is one that I did buy yesterday, uh, and I can show you. This is right. This is still in the buy zone, by the way. If you're interested in a stock that I think could do very, very well, I bought it right as it crossed above that buy point. The buy point being, of course, at eighty-one thirty-nine. Currently, it's at eighty-two twenty-three. So this is one you could possibly, uh, you know, this is this is possibly a play. Uh, and I do think this one is likely to go higher. Marathon Petroleum, uh, it does have an 89% checklist, which is excellent. Uh, also, on the pattern recognition here, it is, uh, it is, it's, a, it's, it's a little bit extended, but it's, it's only 1% above the pivot in two days. So what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm speaking gobbledygook. What that means is it's in a buy range right now. You can buy this one right now, and I do think that, uh, you know, it it will probably repay you in, in kind. So Marathon Petroleum uh, MPC is viable right now. So that is one. Now, I did buy it yesterday, but I still believe it's viable at this level. So this is the kind of thing that uh, I think would really, really work is Marathon Petroleum. So uh, that's one you might want to take a look at, and uh, definitely you could buy this one, and I don't think you would be disappointed. <laughs> I don't think you'd be disappointed. All right, let's look at Costco for Samuel. Thank you so very much. All right, let's look at Costco. And let's go, Costco. Costco is having a little bit of trouble digesting its recent move. And that's part of the issue. It came all the way up to the pivot, and the uh, you know it came up all, all the way all the way up to this pivot, a cup with handle pivot uh, at five forty five twenty nine. Um, now it's only about five five dollars above that, and it's running into some resistance. So um, this one, you know, I think it will go higher, but it's going to take a little bit of time. This is a slower moving stock. Not um, I wanted some retail exposure. In my portfolio, the only retail stock I currently have is Costco. I do think it's going to do better than either Target or Walmart, and there's just a lot of reasons for that. Um, that, uh, but I, I'm still, I still like this one. I, it's in a buy zone. It has a fairly strong checklist, not as strong as Marathon Petroleum, but a strong one nevertheless. Seventy-eight percent checklist on this one, so I'm liking this one here. You could buy this one. This is not going to be a rocket ship by any stretch of the imagination. And so that's just kind of thing. Um, oh, my chart is not up on YouTube. Thank you for telling me that so much. Uh, I don't know why I'm not. Ha- I'm, okay, my problem is not up on YouTube. Gosh, goodness. Um, let me 
see if I can. I'm having issues. Uh, it should be up. It, it, it should it should be up on you. There we go. There we go. Okay, <laughs> now I'm back. Wow. Thank you very much, Sadiz. I'm having I'm having uh, software issues. I'll be honest with you. I'm having software issues here, and I'm so sorry uh, that uh, that's the case. So let's go over to Costco again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with me, uh, Samuel. I really appreciate it. Okay, here's the thing about Costco. Again, it's a slower moving stock. It came, this is where I bought it, uh, you know, and I bought it a few days ago at at 549. It's only at 555. I say only, that's that's not a bad, that's not bad, but it's less than I expected on this stock. This is going to be a slower stock. This is going to be a slower moving stock. Um, Costco. So um, it's a good stock. Uh, if you're not in it already, you could start uh, moving in here. I wouldn't buy any more than a half position, though. That's sort of my my take on it. I wouldn't buy any more than a half a position. All right, let's look at MP. Thank you so much for this. And I, I, it looks like I'm back now with the with for some reason, you know, I'm getting these coming in and out. MP is interesting because it is a um, uh, it, it is a rare earth mineral miner, and there's just not many of these out there. Of course, uh, this is. Uh, there's going to be some supply chain uh, issues uh, potentially with uh, rare earth minerals in coming from China. Now, most of the most of the rare earths came from China originally. That is starting to change. Uh, you know, we're starting to see some. Uh, you know, we're starting to see some activity uh, with many of these companies. A lot of these companies are Canadian that are doing this, and I and I think they're doing a great job. Um, so this one is is in a is in a good area. Now, the problem with <laughs> The problem with these, of course, is volatile. Mining is a tough, tough energy, is a tough area. One of the areas that has been interesting, and I have not, I have not, uh, I have not moved into this area at all, is uranium. And I do think that, you know, once people, you are in M, uh, there is going to be probably a very big demand <laughs> uh, for uranium. And that's coming. Uh, we, we're not there yet. Uh, you know, you know, you know, we're not we're not there yet. And most of the uranium miners are small and many of them are in Canada, which is which is good. But the problem is they're small. I do think there's going to be a lot more demand for uranium coming in the near future. And I'm going to try to get some good plays on that for you. I haven't really been active in that as much, but, um, you know, it's uh, it's looking like that might work in the future. All right. Let's uh, thank you very much for holding on here. Um, I bought cost at 525. That's a good price for cost, by the way, uh, for Costco. Um, uh, I think you've done very well in Costco. I bought. I didn't quite do as well as you did in terms of talking about uh, somebody from TikTok. Um, I, I I didn't do quite as well as you did on Costco. Uh, my buy was at nine. Is at 549. So that's a little bit higher. I think that you did a very nice entry. And let's let's just for everybody's sake here, let's draw the reversal line on that. Uh, I think your entry was excellent because basically looking at this chart, you entered right as it moved above that reversal line. So that is indeed I'm just going to set an alert on that. This is the reversal line. So you bought it correctly as it was coming out of this uh, out of this on this cup as it was coming above the uh, reversal. So that was an excellent excellent buy. By the way, if you if in, in this kind of market, 
uh, it's best sometimes to buy as they're coming up to the buy point. And the way you can do that is by drawing this reversal line. And the way the reversal line works, of course, is uh, by drawing from the high point to the to an intermediate high point. That gives you a, that gives you a line. That line shows you is the trend going down or up. Now, what happens is when it moves above that line, the trend is positive. It's going up. So that shows a very good early entry point uh, for the for for a stock. So just just FYI, that's just something that you can do, and it works super well. All right, AGCO. Let's look at that. AGCO. If we can go and take a look at that. Okay. Oh yeah, this is the tractor company. This is the European tractor company. I have not traded this one, but I am very interested in this one. It is doing fantastic. Uh, as you can see, there was a higher high here at 144. And if we draw that over, draw that over there, you can see, indeed, we have a new higher high. And this is very, very strong. If it can hold above this, it's probably going to go higher. Let's take a look at the checklist. Excellent checklist, 89%. Um, you know, it's looking good. 89% is very, very good uh, on the checklist. The pattern recognition on this one, it's about 5-7% above the pivot, a little bit extended. We want to buy it usually within 5% of the pivot, but 7% is not bad. You could buy it here, uh, and it depends on how it opens. Here's what I would do. I would put in, if you're interested in this stock, and I like this stock a lot, I would put in uh, an order probably... Um, you know, probably right at um, uh, right at about 144. That's probably where I'd go. 144, 145, lemon order, and see if you can get this one. This is in a very, very good area. Uh, uh, 36 out of 197. That means it's in the top 20% of all stocks right now. The interesting thing about what we're going to have is, and I know this is terrible. They are predicting a uh, they're predicting a shortage of food based on this war in the Ukraine. So I have a feeling. I just have a feeling that um, you know I was trading the agricultural chemicals uh, nutrient and I sold it, but it did extremely well. Um, agricultural related areas are going to do very well as as the farmers are going to step up. They're going to they're going to um, they're going to they're going to plow more acres and they're going to and they're, they're going to plant more outside of the Ukraine. So I think that we're going to see very strong uh, demand in the agriculture area, agricultural chemicals and an area like this. This this company is a is a good company. I have never, as I say, I have not traded this company, um, but uh, overall, I think it's a pretty excellent company and well worth your time uh, looking at this. Well worth, well worth your time. I think that could be a great um you know, a, a great, a great, uh, a great buy. And I think you can buy it right now. Um, you guys look, uh, oh, well, you guys look at Nary, N-A-R-I. It's a growth stock. Uh, growth stocks, as you know, right now, are not being favored in the market. The market is favoring low P.E. stocks, typically, that are, um, the low P.E. stocks are being, um, N-A-R-I, are being favored right now. This is a value market, not a growth market. It's changed a lot since uh, in the last year. Now, let's take a look at the chart on this one. This is in the medical area, um, which, is, you know, it has had some good uh, uh, 
There has been some good news in the medical area, but in general, not so much. This is the medical product area. It's 150 out of 197. So this is not in the top 20% of the market. It's in the lower 20. It's in the, it's in the bottom 20% uh, of the market. I don't like to buy stocks when they're in the bottom 20%. So that's a first strike against it. Secondly, uh, it's, tried, it's trading below. It's trading right at the 200-day moving average. Another thing that I do not like to see. It, it, it has come down to the 200-day moving average. It's sort of flirting with it, but there's a downward slope on this 200-day moving line. And, the, and why is that important? That means to me, well, not to me, this is actually what it means, money capital is flowing out of this issue. So people are selling. Why? I have no idea why they're selling. But the institutional investors in this, in, in this stock are selling. They are selling. So let's take a look at... Um, some of the uh, let's let's look at let's look at the players here. Uh, we you know this is interesting because we have some very good funds in here. I mean we have the Invesco Discovery and uh, Federated uh, Hermes, which is a, these are two excellent funds. But it, it appears like people are wanting to go and get towards the exit. And the problem when this happens is, yeah, it it basically yeah there you go. So here is the weekly chart. And I want to show you, we were all the way up here at 120 back um, basic, basically in, in, um, a year ago. Since then, we have lost, unfortunately, we've lost about 50% of the value of the stock. About 50% of the value of this stock. I'm sorry, not, not, H, not ACGO. This stock is, is uh, Inari Medical. Since um, since the beginning of the since the since the year, we've lost fifty percent in its value, and it's in a downward trend. So here's the thing I would say on this stock: I think you just really just have to be brutal about it. But uh, you know, um, uh, you know, don't catch a falling knife. Don't buy Nary, N-A-R-I. Just not something you want to do. Uh, this is a falling knife, and um, just it's not a good buy. It's not a good buy. Based on this chart, from what I'm seeing, it hasn't, it, it hasn't made a turn yet. It came up to a pivot. It pulled back, and now it's lost even more. So it, it probably is going to move lower, at least for now. So... Not something you can really buy now, unfortunately. Well, I have gone almost 40 minutes. Can you believe that? With all my technical issues <laughs> as well. I hope everyone out there has a good weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a good weekend. Um, I would like to also say, if you're not already on the action trailer, it's very, very easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And uh, that will, that's a, that's a great place to go because you can sign up for the free action trailers. We also have a trading community, uh, the Discord room. That's also available there too as well. Uh, also, um, oh, wait a minute. I have another question coming up here. Thank you very much. Joe Trader, thank you very much. How high can cannabis go with the house probably? Fun? You know, I don't know. Clover and Tilroy, you know, I haven't played this uh, in a while and actually in about four years. But there is a way that I think we can play it safely, and that's with um, 
that's where the, the, the ETF MJ, and I do think this one might be a good play. Um, you know, this, this, this one might be a good play. This has seen some very, the, the, what I like about MJ is that it is, um, it doesn't, it doesn't just have one stock. It's, it's the whole, it's the whole thing. And as you can see, it's making a turn above that, um, that it's making, it's making a turn above that 50 day line. This is probably a good place. If you expect, if, 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 if you expect marijuana to go higher, the, this one could be, uh, this one could be a very good, very good alternative. Instead of buying Tilray, instead of buying Clover Health, these are all good. You know, these are all potentially good. But instead of buying, instead of picking one, why not take the whole sector? That's what this does. MJ is the name of the is the name of the stock is the name of the ETF. Currently, it, it and and it as you can see, it has it has been in a downward trend. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to draw the reversal line. I'm going to show you how indeed. This one has probably turned. Uh, this probably is going to be turning for the higher, especially depending on the news. And you know that's the that's the key. Uh, but this is a trend. This line here shows that it has been in the downward trend until about one, two, three, four, five days ago. It did turn higher. So uh, this MJ the uh, the ETF. This is a good way to go in. It's eleven dollars twenty one cents a share. So that might be a way that you can get you can get your portfolio with some exposure to marijuana. <laughs> There's other ways too, but uh, we'll talk about that. Um, thank you, Satish. Um, so that might be a way that, uh, that 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 you can go there. I like Clover Health. I like Tilray um, as individual stocks, but I just think it's too risky to buy just one stock. And the reason why is because there is so much regulatory risk when it comes to marijuana, because it's not legal technically in, in everywhere. Now, that may change with this national bill, but it may not change with this national bill either. They may table this. Who knows what's going to happen? It's better to just buy the entire industry if, uh, and, 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 and uh, MJ is showing that, that, you know, if we just buy everything, we don't know which stocks are going to benefit the most. I really can't tell. Uh, so that's what I would do with this one. This the, to get to get exposure is buy MJ uh, because that would make you and and it would give you a very good um, you know a, 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 you know way to cover the way to cover the the uh, the uh, the waterfront. And right now uh, this is starting to turn up. It's interestingly enough, it's still below the 200-day line. But if you'll notice on this MJ. We're we're above the the we it's starting to make a turn. We're above the 50-day line, we're above the 21-day line, and we're above the 10-day line. So this is starting to this is starting to conform properly. Now um, we're probably going to see the 200-day line turn up. You know, dep- it depends on it depends on how the bill, uh, you know, if the bill will pass or not. So, um, uh, but I don't think you would get hurt on this one. Uh, and it's a good way to get uh, exposure. Thank you so much, everybody, for um, taking a look at my whole show. Um, oh, wait a minute. We have, we have another one. Oh, okay. What do you think about? Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, FMAC. I think, I think, is it FMAC or FMC? Uh, let's look at FMAC first. Let's take a look. This is coming from TikTok. All right. First, Horizon Acquisition Corp. Ouch. Not a buy for me. 
Uh, this is a SPAC. And uh, say, Jim, hey, what's a SPAC? Well, I'm sure you know. But what a SPAC is, is that it's called a Special Purpose Acquisition Corporation. That's what the acronym means. And the Special Purpose Acquisition Corporation is sort of a pool of money that's just kind of looking around for an existing company to buy. And what they do then is they do a reverse merger. This allows companies to go public much quicker than if they had to go through all the, uh, the steps. The problem is, unless you know what this company does, and I have no idea what they do, because I don't know what businesses they're looking at, I just think that you really have to depend too much on the management. I don't particularly like SPACs, though people have paid money in SPACs. Uh, I think that they're fairly risky vehicles. Uh, until you, It's sort of like, you know, saying, giving money to Joe, and then Joe, like, f finds something that's good, and you know, he might let you in on it. I just, it's too speculative for me in terms of not knowing what they're buying. Now, once they know, you know, once you know what they're going to acquire, then it's a different story. But, you know, I, I typically don't like SPACs. Um, I think there's a, you know, I think that, I think it was a fad. I think that, uh, you know, I think a lot of them are going to do poorly because they're not, there's not that many great things to acquire right now uh, because of the, because of the, uh, it, with rising interest rates, uh, companies are going to look more short-term. They're going to look for earnings. They're not going to look for potentially huge growth. They're going to look for growth too, but it's not going to be favoring growth stocks like it was the last two years or so. Well, actually, the, the uh, so SPACs are probably not going to do as well. So I would be very, very careful about a SPAC. Now, there is a company that is almost similar in terms of its, uh, in terms of its symbol, and that's FMC. And this company... I do like, <laughs> I do like FMC a lot. It's, it used to be called Food Manufacturing Corporation based in Chicago. I don't know if they're still based there or not, but one of the great things about this, this is in a very strong area, the agricultural chemicals area. And you say, Jim, why, why is this agricultural chemicals? What's so good about it? Well, what's so good about it is we are going, unfortunately, in the world, we're going to have a problem with food production because of Ukraine and a lot of other reasons. And the, uh, the uh, there is a lot of demand for fertilizer. A lot of the components for fertilizer comes from the Ukraine, and that is making it difficult for um, you know to get enough of this so uh, the, the, enough of these chemicals. So here's what's going to happen: it's mainly potash that's the problem. What's going to happen? I believe, of course, is that these prices of these companies that make these things is going to go up. And that's the case with FMC. And FMC, I think, is very, very well positioned. This is a very old company, very well run. Uh, unfortunately, right now, it's 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 moved, um, you know, it's moved above its buy point. We did have a very nice buy point at one twenty three sixty six. We're at one thirty six fifty five. So we're actually a little bit extended. What I would do is I would wait to see if this thing pulls back to the twenty one day line. If it does. That would might be a place that you could get in. That, that, that might be that might be a place that you could get into the stock. So let me pull over here to the 21 day, show you where the 21 day line is. The 21 day line for uh, FMC, if I get the right chart on the daily chart, we're we gonna go see it. There we go. Okay. Okay, yeah. The 21 day on the uh, for FMC is currently at 126. Uh, 08, 126.08. So it is, um, 
it's, a, it's about $9 below where it is currently. Here's what I would do. I would wait. I would put in a limit order at 127 on this uh, on FMC. I'm not currently in the stock, but I'm very interested in it. Uh, I do think that the agricultural area is going to be doing very, very, very well. And this might be something that you can get nice exposure to. I had very good exposure to a, a stock that was in this area. Uh, and that was uh, that was Nutrien, uh, and I, we did well well on that one. So this one also FMC. It's not quite in the buy zone right now, but <laughs> but it is getting there. So thank you again. All right, everybody, thank you. Have a great weekend too. Um, please like my show because liking it helps me get out to more people. Um, you know, my mission in life, of course, I like to make money too, but my mission in life, I've done fairly well in the stock market over the years, but I am want to help people solve the money problem because the, the, the stock market helped me solve the money problem in the past, in the last 20 years, I've been able to do a lot of things. So please like this because if you like the show, it gets out to a lot of people and, uh, it's very exciting when, um, it's very exciting when some some of the information that I've put out there makes people money. So I really, really like that. That's really, really great. So anyways, have a great weekend, everybody. Happy trading and, uh, you know, be careful out there. Um, you know, pray for world peace. Seriously. I mean, pray for world peace. Uh, and uh, I will see you back here tomorrow, uh, <laughs> Monday at 5 Central. Thanks so very much.